Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, back in the studio on a Thursday morning. So yesterday got word that McCall Hardman had to be kind of carted off the practice field. Uh, looked like a possible leg injury, but then I kind of heard it might be the groin. Is that what's going on? But they uh, allege that it's a groin injury, and I would rather it be a leg injury. In all honesty, the, the groin injuries are awfully, awfully tough to heal, especially for a sprinter like McCall Hardman. But, but it's Hardman and Chris Jones who uh, left the practice yesterday. I think there was a third individual, too, but Mike, look. It's the media. They have to have stories to write and talk about. These things happen. It's training camp. It is football. That's and right. going to be some concussions. I don't mean that in the head, but concussions of physical bodies coming in. It's what the game is all about. You're going to have injuries. It's part of the game. You know that when you go into it. The fact that these guys left the practice field, I think, is precautionary more than anything else. Although in Hardman's case... Those groin injuries are, are tough to heal, but we'll see. They're, well, they're he's, got, he's got a few weeks for the start of the regular season, so it should be all right. The one that does kind of give me a little concern is the Chris Jones back situation because, I mean, look at Mitchell Schwartz. All of a sudden, just never missed a game, whole career, one day. Where'd he go? Back injury. And then he's done. And so that, that really kind of... I, I think it's not that bad, hopefully. For well, it's cross. unfair to uh, to categorize individuals as having back problems, but big people oh, have them more often than smaller yeah. people. And it do. takes a long time to heal those things, as we've seen, with especially with linemen. So hopefully he can get some rest, too, and get back to it. So uh, also heard yesterday that the uh, players and the NFL possibly have come to somewhat of an agreement when it comes to Deshaun. That's a little premature to say they've come to it, but they have been discussing things. They've been discussing it back and forth. Now, Deshaun Watson was quoted yesterday as saying, if the new penalty, if there is a new penalty, if a new penalty is as much as eight games, I'll accept that. And that's pr- probably what the Players Association has said. Six to eight games, yeah, okay, well, six is already there. If they moved it to eight, yeah, I'd accept that. And anything more than that, then they'll probably go to federal court. But apparently the league and the players are talking they would like to come to a, an agreement before this impartial arbitrator comes with the second of the rulings. <laughs> and this is the one that's binding. <laughs> well, hopefully it's uh, at least... He definitely deserves that, in my opinion, but that is my opinion. All right, so how did that come to Jesus with Tiger Woods and the PGA go yesterday? I think it's still going on. What they did, what Woods did, Wilmington, where they're playing the BMW, is about, I'm going to say, a long softball throw. It's more than that. It's about 35 miles south of Philadelphia. So when you come in, Wilmington doesn't have its own airport. You come into Philadelphia International and get on the highway that's going south and in 25 minutes, you're in Wilmington, Delaware. That's how close they are. You're in Delaware. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm sure the ti- well, I'm not going to get into politics. <laughs> anyway, Tiger flew into Philadelphia uh, early yesterday. Did They drove him down to Wilmington. He had a meeting. It's not at the golf club or the country club where they're playing this. It was at a private hotel with some of the PGA players, not all of them. And uh, he told them just exactly what he thought. Now, he's going to stay around and lecture them again today. This is the first round of the BMW today. And just try to put in a word of caution, I guess, is the best way to put this. Tiger Woods is very much pro-PGA. He's warning them against 
what would appear to be a, a handful of roses here being handed to you by the Live Tour. I don't know. I, I'm not being involved in it. You know, Mike, if, if it were you and me, and they came to us, some broadcasting company says, hey, we'll give you a million dollars here to jump on over. I'd have to think very seriously. I mean, well, it depends. Again, it's easy for Tiger to say because he's worth, I mean, what he's worth. And you're talking to a bunch of guys that are worth a quarter of what he's got. Now, granted, as a competitor, he has a, a very valid argument in that sense. And also the caution to the players in the PGA that could be on the fence is, look, there is a lot of other golfers in this country that would love to join this tour. And guess what? If you're gone, there's a vacancy and they can. And then you get shut out. What happens to the rest of your career? How long does this thing go? I think that How is popular probably is the key argument yeah, there 100%. is you're not coming back. Yeah. So I th- the argument from the live is hey, they're going to come together. Uh, there'll be an agreement. And there may be in time because the PGA appears to be powerless in this argument. All they can do is say, hey, we're the state, we're the one, we've upped the, upped the prize money. For instance, the winner of this one, the FedEx, gets $15 million. That's not chicken feed, folks. So I think they're using the argument that we're not going to take you back as the key turning point. Here's, here's another one. The uh, majors, the four majors, have not stepped up and said, you're not coming back. They have kind of sat the fence who, who straddles fences like that? Uh, I'm ashamed. Yeah, right. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, w- watch out. What's going to happen when the uh, Saudi Arabian government gets involved and starts buying up football teams and stuff? Oh, oh my God. Bite your tongue. <laughs> so the Cardinals seem to be doing exactly what they need to do against the Rockies right now, adding to that advantage in the Central Division. They got it last night, didn't they? Did indeed. 5-1 to one over the Rockies, who just simply are not a very good baseball team. They have trouble on offense. Now you're saying, well, wait a minute. They took two out of three from the Cardinals in Denver. In Denver, they can hit the ball. But on the road, uh, it ain't that rarefied atmosphere out in Denver in which they're accustomed to playing. Anyway, the Rockies aren't very good. Cardinals beat them last night 5-1. to one. And Jordan Montgomery, who the Cardinals just got a month ago, is pitching very well for them. That's a terrific acquisition for uh, Harrison Bader from the New York Yankees, who they got. So, indeed, this is, this is pretty good. Cardinals do have to beat the Rockies. They play again this afternoon, complete that three-game series, and then head out to Arizona to play the Diamondbacks. But yeah, the Car- the uh, Rockies are a beatable team, and the Cardinals are now three games up in the National League Central Division. I think the Cardinals are going to win that division, and maybe, maybe the only team from the Central in the playoffs, because Milwaukee is playing very poorly at the moment. And uh, the more they play bad, the better the Cardinals do. It makes it a lot easier. And then uh, maybe get some guys back in time for the playoffs. Speaking of which, uh, weather was absolutely perfect for a Cardinals game last night here in Springfield. It was indeed, and the Springfield Cardinals lost. They did score four runs in the seventh inning to come from behind, but the Arkansas Travelers won it by a score of 7-6. to Travelers are a pretty good baseball team, not great. In fact, Mike... Most of the teams in the Texas League are pretty much even, and that's because it's a fluctuating lineup, as everybody knows. This is double-A baseball, so there are players who are coming and going, being called up or being dropped down. That's the nature of it. Still, Cardinals have some pretty good players, and these are future St. Louis Cardinals who are on there. Anyway, lose the game, 7-6, to six, play again tonight. And uh, then this weekend, if I can throw in a pitch for our telecast, we have games on Saturday night, 
and Sunday afternoon. We'll be a busy boy this weekend, oh, my yeah. dude. But, but love it. That's, yeah, I know. That's what it's about. Scott Bales and I have an awful fun, just a fun time doing the game, and we hope the audience does too. Yeah, it's always a good time. How'd the Royals do yesterday? Royals, oh boy. This is this is an enigma. This team is playing so well. Now they've gone to Target Field in Minneapolis, and for the second straight game, they got shut out. They lost the game to Minnesota two nights ago by a whitewash. Didn't get any runs. Didn't score any yesterday afternoon. Minnesota beat them by a score of four to nothing. So consecutive games, the Royals are too good to allow that to happen. But they're also young, still coming together. And I know I said at the start of the year, I thought they were going to be pretty good. Not a contender, but pretty good. And they've fallen on their behinds because the pitching hasn't been very good. I still think this team is going to come together maybe over the winter, maybe into next year. But somewhere along the line, they're going to be a whole lot better. You think Matheny returns as the manager next that's season? A uh, that's, a lo- <laughs> that's a loaded question, <laughs> I think, right now. We'll see. Uh, all right, so obviously Serena's getting all the hype uh, going into the U.S. Open, and for good reason. This could be is going to be her final, final throwdown, if you will. What about Venus? Venus, who is the older sister, she's 42. Uh, Serena's only 40. But here's Venus, who is a champion in her own right and has won the U.S. Open in the past, got a wild card. Yesterday's in the tennis world is what they call Wild Card Wednesday. And these major tournaments like the U.S. Open and Wimbledon and the, uh, the other events, Australian Open and the French Open, all are permitted to allow wild card entries. These are people who don't have to qualify. Well, Venus Williams applied for one of those wild cards, and she got it yesterday. So she is in the tournament. The Williams sisters will be there. And, I, hey, you don't put anything past Venus. No, she's not She's not of the caliber that she used to be, and she's uh, certainly not of the caliber of her younger sister, 23 Grand Slam championships for Serena. But Venus can still play the game. She, But the fact that she's there, the fact that the Williams sisters are there playing in this country's national championships, I think it's pretty good. It's so very special. Ahead. And oh, I'm sure it's it going to be special for both of them. So, Absolutely. And that's, you know, what it's all about, my dude. Well, have a great day, and I will see you tomorrow, man. Sure.